Hi, and welcome back to Mishmur Medyami. Today is Share 44. We are in the middle of Sim and Yud Dalet, and today we'll be doing Sif Gimel. Sif Gimel deals with the halacha of a tal sheula. You borrow a beget, literally a beget, a talus. And the Sif, as we'll see, is split into two cases. The first one is borrowing a four-cornered beget that does not have tits on it. And the second case would be borrowing a beget that already has tzitzes tied on. In the parish of tzitzes, the Pesach says, G'dilam tasalach al arba konflikts kasuscha. Make tzitzes, make fringes on the four corners of your beged. From here we learn that Minatayra, the chiv of tzitzes, is on your own beged. If one is wearing a four-corner garment that does not belong to him, then it does not require tzitzes in order for him to wear this beged. The Mishmuris points out that although you're putter from tzitzes, if you would put on tzitzes, you could make a bracha and your yaitz of the mitzvah, similar to the way we find by Nashim, that although they're not chayv in mitzvah seishas man grama, if they do them, they are still yaitz the mitzvah. And therefore, it says Mishabura, being that you're yaitz the mitzvah, so these tits are like the regular dinner of tits, and you can walk outside in them into Rosh Hashanah. Nonetheless, Chazal said that if somebody borrowed the clothing from somebody else for more than 30 days, he is chayv to put on tits midar banan because it appears as if the clothing belongs to him. In addition, he should make a bracha on this tits when he wears them when he puts them on after 30 days. The Ramah adds that if it isn't 30 days straight, then he would not be chayv to put on tits even if, let's say on day 20, he returns and takes it right back, and then he has it for another 20 days, he still would not need to put on tits until he has it by him for 30 consecutive days. The Mishmura adds that most places can hold that a seicher, a renter, if somebody pays money, for the ability to use his baguette, has the same din as a shayel and would only be required to put on tzitzis on the baguette if it was buying for 30 days. There is a sheet, however, that is mesupik and says that maybe a seicher has more of a kinin in it being that he paid and therefore it could be he would need to put tzitzis on right away and the Mishmur is not clear which way he paskins. And now we're going to go to the second half of the sif which deals with the borrowed baguette that has ready kosher tzitzis on it. The shayel here brings us back to Simon Yudalaf and Sif Zayin where we discussed the, the Pasuk which said, lahem, lahem, misha lahem, that one needs to make the tzitzis out of strings that belong to him. If the strings do not belong to him, whether they're fully borrowed or stolen, then he would not be yet to the mitzvah of tzitzis by putting these strings onto a beggar. However, the Mishnah explained that when people lend out their tzitzis or their talis, whether it's the strings itself to use or a completed pair of tzitzis, their kavana, the stam das, that their intention is to enable the borrower to be yaiti and to fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzis. How? By giving to them as a matana, a manas as a full-fledged gift with a condition that they'll return it to them, and thereby giving the shayel complete ownership of the tzitzis for the time that it's in by him in his property. That says that we could assume that when somebody lends out uh, a tzitzis or a talus, his das is that the person should have a full kin in it. There are places who say that unless the owner specifically said that he's giving it as a matan masahachser, then we still we view it as a standard she'ela, a standard loan, and he would not have any ownership, and therefore he cannot make a brach on it. Memeil the Mishmur recommends that one should ask the owner to say beferish, to explicitly say that his intention is that it should be a matan masahachser, but even if he doesn't say that, lamaisa it's not ma'akiv, and in any case, he would be able to make a bracha on a borrowed talus. Regarding the din of Matana Manasahachsa, it stands to reason, as Mishburah says, that if one does not return the tzitzis at the right time, Lamashal before davening, if the person doesn't have any other talus, then retroactively, he was never kainit because he didn't fulfill his tanai of lahachser, and it would come at the bracha zabrach lavatala. Also, Mishburah writes that if a talus gets damaged and he does not return it in the condition that he received it in, that would also render the Kenyan battle 
retroactively, and he would not have been mekayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. Now, although we pass like the Shulchan Aruch, that the Stam Das of the owner is to give it as a matan and asahachser, there are a few exceptions to this. This assumption is only on a beggar that's main usage or that's clear from the beggar that the reason why he's giving to him is in order to do the mitzvah of tzitzis, like a talus kadon or a talus gadol. However, if somebody borrows a beggar made for everyday use and that just so happens to have four corners and therefore he puts tzitzis on, such as a, a jacket that's split more than halfway up or a frack that we, we discussed earlier, that would be Rubai Pesuach. Over there we say the reason why he lent it to him was not necessarily to be Mekayim the Mitzvah, rather just for regular wear. And therefore he didn't need to make a Amatan and therefore he would not be able to make a Brach on those Tzitzis. Another exception would be if somebody lent his towels to somebody to use just for reading the Torah or for Bechaz Kehana, where over there the reason why he's wearing the towels is not to do with the Mitzvah of Tzitzis, rather for a Kavit, he's getting a Leah, he wears a talus. Others hold that in any case, whenever somebody borrows a talus, he would be able to make a bracha. So it's best, the Eitzah would be, to have in mind to not to be kaina the talus when you're taking it from him, and therefore you wouldn't have any questions. The Shabruah says that this only helps to not have in mind to be, to be kaina it, is if he borrows somebody's private talus. So you say, you know, you, it's your talus, I'm not going to be kaina, I'm just putting it on regular standard loan. If, however, belongs to the shul or the kihila, then we assume that when the shul purchased the talus, he, they purchased it on behalf of everyone, and everyone is a owner, and, and then it would not help to have in mind to not be kaina. And therefore, if somebody takes the talus from a shul, says a mishabura, it would have to be with a bracha. If you look in the Biralacha, he does bring a shita which says that if you don't put the talus over your head and you don't do a full atifa of the roish, then you wouldn't be uh, required to make a bracha. So that might be an etza, but the Biralacha is not sure exactly if you could use that etza. So now let's sum up. We said, Minatayra, you're only your begot is chayv and tzitzis, but one can put on tzitzis and make a bracha if he wants to. Midrabanan, if somebody has a begot for more than 30 days, he'd be chayv and tzitzis with a bracha. Why? Because it looks like it's his. And we also, last we said, borrowed Beged with strings that has complete tzitzis. We assume it was given as a matanam and therefore you can make a bracha. But of course, there's a few conditions he has to give back on time in the same condition that he got it in. And it has to be a Beged that's clear that he gave it in order for him to be Mekayim in the midst of tzitzis. And from tomorrow, we're going to be finishing up Simon Yud Dalit. Have a great day.